Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call farm manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. The rider, Native Diver, is going to the front. Gamely and Rising Market, nose and nose, and Gamely is the winner by a nose rising. Victory has the weight advantage. Farm away has the class. Which one's going to win it? Farm away, Marketry. Farm away. It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles, hosted by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by the LA County Fair Meet at Los Alamitos Racecourse. First post time each racing day is at 1 o'clock. In addition to top daytime thoroughbred action, you can catch America's fastest athlete, the American Quarter Horse, under the lights every Friday and Saturday night by Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Take it from top jump, Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By Sammy's original off-track wagering, where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Catch a cowbred and experience that golden feeling. By the Rags and Sheets, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, and players like you nationwide. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Steve Johnson and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the La Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia, just a lob wedge from the great race place. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mabri, and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us. Closing day of the Los Angeles County Fair Meet uh, at Los Alamitos Racecourse. And a lot going on. We've got a ton of show for you. Really want to point out uh, two very good feature races up north, the Alameda County Fair at Pleasanton today. Two-year-olds uh, will be sprinting in the $75,000 Everett Nevin. And a couple of races later, the inaugural running of the $150,000 Pleasanton Mile. It's actually a mile and 70 yards. But uh, Southern California shippers figure prominently in both of those stakes. So uh, some good back and forth, I think, certainly today between Pleasanton and Los Alamitos. A couple of big races at Belmont yesterday, the uh, Grade 1 Belmont Derby, the 
Grade 1 Belmont Oaks, both taken by Irish Breads, making their uh, United States debuts. And obviously, a lot going on in this game with the new machinations of Heisa, uh, you know, being rolled out. And uh, I don't know if we need to use the word nightmare or not, but I, I will say this. I've thought a lot about it. I listened uh, to, to Jay Priven and John Lindo uh, on air yesterday here from 9 to 10, and uh, Jay coined it right. Uh, it's it, We're looking at it just kind of a police blotter. And I, I've just kind of made a decision, folks. I'm not going to get into the weeds week after week with all the machinations of it. I don't think our customers really want to hear it. They want to talk about this great game. They want to talk about the athleticism of these magnificent thoroughbreds, talk about hot jockeys, talk about controversial disqualifications or what have you, talk about thoroughbred racing. So we're going to try not to get distracted too much. Certainly there are some things we have to mention. Uh, Chief among them, Bob Baffert, uh, getting a uh, very punitive extension on his two-year ban from Churchill Downs Incorporated Operated Racetracks. And, of course, right at the top of that list is Churchill Downs itself and their marquee event, the Kentucky Derby. Uh, let's get back to Jonathan Hardoon in Saratoga Springs. we got a lot of ground to cover here in the first half hour. Frank Maramati is going to be joining us in just a few minutes, and uh, he'll be front and center with Saratoga's opening day on Thursday. And then Dora Delgado heads up things with the Breeders' Cup. We're going to have her on in the first half hour as well. But let's say hello to Jonathan Hardoon on behalf of the Raggers and Sheets uh, right now. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good. I, I hope you kind of support my executive decision. Uh, I mean, we've just started this thing. It, it's a mess, and uh, I, I just week after week, I'm I'm not going to do it. We, you know, we, we need to talk about this game. I'll say this. All of our enemies in the animal rights movement, they're just salivating. They're licking their chops because they're they're forwarding uh, some of these uh, news clips to state legislatures and state legislators, uh, you know, and then national uh, type politicians and everything else, because it all serves to undermine the worth, the credibility, the viability of this great game of thoroughbred racing. Again, it's a mess. And, of course, Bob Baffert, uh, he's right front and center. He's the most visible guy in our game. This has gotten beyond personal now between uh, Bill Kestargen, uh heads things up at Churchill Downs, and Baffert. The provision of the two-year ban, now this is for a positive test for beta-methazone uh, following the 2021 Kentucky Derby, was that Baffert be banned for two years and that he, you know, run clean, uh, have no, no issues as far as overages and so on. He did that. But let's face it, John, Baffert didn't bend a knee. He wasn't contrite. Uh, I didn't know that was a condition of the penalty. In in Churchill's uh, press release, they said that he, quote, continues to peddle a false narrative. Well, that may be in their opinion, but, uh, you know, who, who knew that was a condition for his reinstatement? It's It's private property. But we see these types of things going on more and more, and, and I've never seen anything like it in my lifetime. Uh, on, on a national scale, far beyond horse racing. It's disheartening to me, John. There's no question, Mike. The Heiser situation and the Baffert situation are, are two different uh, problems. First of all, I mean, the Baffert situation, this has totally become 
uh, a vindictive. This is this is <clears throat> beyond the, the pale here. I mean, yeah. you give somebody a penalty, you give somebody a fine, they pay the penalty, they serve the time, and now you want to just add on? I mean, that, that's just crazy. And who, who do they think they're hurting? They're hurting the game. They're uh, not yeah. hurting Stafford. Stafford could care less. I mean, I'm sure it bothers him, don't get me wrong. But he'll transfer the horses to someone else's name. They'll make a joke of the whole thing again. So for three weeks, the horse will be in a different name. And then he'll be back to the Preakness and the Belmont and return to Baffert's Barnes. The whole thing is a joke, and it's, it's becoming the laughing stock. Churchill really has got to put the brakes on this. It's enough. You know, it's yeah. just enough. The guy served this two years. He paid his fine. And now you're not allowed to talk anymore? Listen, the guy thinks he's innocent. He's allowed to talk all he wants. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. He was, there was no more positives. They gave him the condition. He stuck to the condition. This is totally out of control. It's, it's beyond personal. Part? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I also you know, I want to mention Jonathan Wong because he's a local guy. He apparently has been provisionally uh, suspended uh, for two years uh, for a positive test on a first-time starter of Philly at Indiana Grand, testing positive for a banned substance called metformin. This is used, apparently, those with, with diabetes, it has something to do with the production of, of insulin. Um, you know, obviously, Wong is claiming contamination. Look, again, I'm not going to get real deep into the weeds on all this. It, it's just, it's not good. But I will say this, he has engaged an attorney who I, I'm unfamiliar with, John, by the name of Alan Pincus. And uh, here, here's a pull quote uh, from a story, and it says, uh, quote, trainers are playing Russian roulette every time they go to the test barn, end quote. And I don't care what side of the fence you're on, you got to acknowledge there might be something to that, John. No question, Mike. Listen, they suspended a trainer in New York last week for two years, and two days later he hired an attorney, and now he's back in business. It makes no sense. I said it was a great idea when it was first implemented. People thought it would help the game. It is doing nothing to help the game. It is a mess. You have people in charge that don't have a clue, that really don't have a clue. I mean, it's it's just it's out of control, and it's doing, again, nothing good for the game. It's only hurting the game. And like you said, all these crazy PETA activists that are sitting on the sidelines. They're loving it. They're rooting. Yeah, they're rooting for horse racing to go the way of dog racing. Yeah. And the, and the, the circus, they just wanted abolished. Yeah. Um, you know, and they're doing everything they can to destroy it. And they love it. They love when a horse breaks down. That you think they're all upset? They could care less. They want more. They want more. They want to destroy the game. I've said That's this before, John. Th- these are bad people. I don't want to be in the same room with them. They suck the life out of everything around them. No, they don't. They don't care ab- about horses getting hurt. They're out there on a mission. And uh, well, I'll leave it at that. Let's let's move on to something infinitely more positive. Aspen Grove, uh, shipping in from Ireland. Uh, takes the Grade One uh, Belmont Oaks yesterday, owned in part by Glen Hill Farm, along with uh, Mrs. John Maginer. and I, I I loved uh, the post race quotes from Craig Burnick, who's taken over everything at Glen Hill, and uh, he mentioned a possibility of where she could run next, and uh, Del Mar was one of those destinations, and he mentioned Tom Proctor at Del Mar, which I was unaware of. I'm glad to hear that. 
But uh, it's good to see those colors in a grade one in the winner's circle there at Belmont. And then a little bit later on in the Belmont Derby, another Irish bred, the Foxes, John. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of unusual, two horses like that taking both of those big stakes. Well, not really. The European shipping didn't do very well, but if you get a chance, Mike, go back and watch the ride, the ride that Olsen Murphy put on uh, Aspen Grove. From the nine post, he found the rail going into the first turn. That made all the difference. He shaved the rail all the way around, and he popped out just in time to come and nail prerequisite on the wire. Really, the ride was, was the whole deal there, and a uh, terrific job. And listen, that horse had six career starts in Europe, only earned $43,000. So <laughs> they obviously don't run for much in England, but no. uh, he came here yesterday and he got the $500,000 purse. So if you liked it, you got paid. And the same thing goes for the Foxes. He was breaking from the 11 post, not an easy post to win from. Same rider, by the way. Yeah. He had quite a day, you know, and... Uh, Terrific job by them, and uh, what can I tell you? I also want to point out, Aspen Grove, uh, the Irish-bred filly who won the Oaks there at Belmont, by 2018 Triple Crown winner, Justify. John, uh, we need a best bet today, and i got a lot of ground to cover, as I noted here in the first 30 minutes. Uh, where are you going to go, Belmont Park? Yeah, Belmont Race. They're expecting rain later in the day, but the third race should be fine. It's on the uh, turf at the mile and the 16th on the inner turf, and I like the number five horse in here. Sweet Duchess. This is a four-year-old filly who was privately purchased after her last race. She now goes to the Bill Montfarn. Jose Ortiz aboard to ride, and he's in a riding uh, uh, title with his brother. They're head and head, so it's going to yeah. be interesting. I like number five, Sweet Duchess, four to one on the morning line to win today's third race out of Belmont Park. And post time for race three at Belmont, one thirty-four Eastern. John says it's number six, Sweet Duchess. Can't wait number to get five, you. Number five, Mike. Number, number five, sorry. Wow, it's six here in the number form. Five. Okay. Oh, wrong. <laughs> okay, number five, Sweet Duchess. All right. Uh, and post time again, one thirty-four. Tell us about J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Three best plays, $10. Four cards, $25. Today we have Ellis, uh, Belmont, and Los Al Select. Okay, look forward to getting you back out here for Los Al on the back half of the show and uh, get your expertise on the uh, closing day 10 race card. Thanks so much, John. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. All right. Real pleasure, indeed, an honor now to welcome aboard a guy who's going to be doing something nobody else has ever done, and that is be the number one full-time announcer at Santa Anita Park and the same thing at Saratoga Racecourse. Uh, that, that is indeed, uh, th- that's, that's high ground, and he occupies it. My good friend Frank Miramati. Hey, Frank, good morning. Opening day Thursday. And uh, entries were already taken. I know you're pumped up. Uh, I'm very, very excited. Great card, as usual, and there are going to be 40 of those at Saratoga. Mike, it's been a long time since we uh, met at Hollywood Park in 1992, um, you know, calling to do some impersonation races. And I, I'm, I'm trying to find the interview that you did with me. I know your man Kip Haddon has it um, on tape when, when you asked uh, the fans for a little more. You said the fans uh, wanted a little more Marv Albert. In '95, so great memories <laughs> always from our days together at the track and lake club. Yeah, that was quite some time ago. And uh, anyway, Frank, it, hey, it's 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 been a long haul, but I did, dude, you you've made it. I, I mean, and and now I know you're 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 thinking about this meet. Uh, this is uh, you talk about pressure. You're going to have the 
the top horses, the top people, full fields, not all the time. And I, I mean, you're, you're going to need some energy, no question about it, Frank, and I, I know you're ready to bring it. Yes, sir. I, I was at Monmouth Park yesterday. Jennifer and I went to Monmouth, and we were walking all day long, and at the end of the day I was quite exhausted uh, just from seeing so many people walking around. And I think that's when it hit me most about what lies ahead. This is uh, 40 days of very intense work. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm ready for it. But it's going to take every ounce of energy, and believe me, I'll give them my heart and soul like I do every day for every racetrack. It's one thing I'm very proud of. No matter where I've worked, whether it was the Alameda County Fair, Ferndale, Turf Paradise, wherever these tracks have been, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I give you everything. When, once I look at the starting gate, I don't think about another thing other than just trying to celebrate these winners. And Saratoga is a, is a big, big assignment. There are 71 stakes races wow. coming up over 40 days, and uh, I, I couldn't be more excited. Frank, pardon my ignorance, but are, are you still on a Wednesday through Monday schedule at Saratoga? No, no Monday racing anymore. That's just the last yeah. one. So it's, uh, it's the first week is opening day this Thursday, so it's a four-day week, and then it's Wednesday through Sunday thereafter other than closing week where it's six great days to close it out on labor day yeah and hopefully you'll you'll uh, you'll see carly simon there at some point i i, I can <laughs> never get enough of that song you're so vain anyway frank our, our time is short I, I i wish you just nothing but the best my friend opening day at saratoga the entries are out uh this thursday and by the way w- what's the, the the stake on opening day well, the stake is a race where we've got a horse called Saratoga Secret, and i got to believe that when it comes to a race like the Schuylerville, the opening day tradition, always remember, we don't name these things uh, haphazardly. Saratoga Secret, a daughter of Arrogate for Team Lucas, uh, she'll be double tough. <laughs> D-Wayne Lucas weighing in. All right, Frank, I-, I know you want to come out here to Los Alamitos, another one of your favorite places. Closing day today, how about a best bet? I love Low Salad. I remember the double headers. Danny Cardoza, Kenneth Hart, Lynch Bonneville. Spent many, many, many yes, nights sir. of my life at Low Sal. And Ed Burgart gave me my first chance to call in Southern California at Low Sal. And I'll always appreciate Ed for that. I like Heavenly Kissers in race six today. One of my strongest angles, there's a couple of angles I really believe in, but when a horse takes a dramatic drop in class and doesn't get the job done, I'm against that horse. And the favorite assuredly took that drop to Maiden 20 last time. And as Michael Rona said in his call, made little or no impression on the winner, Princess Magic. Princess Magic was taking a, a big drop in class, as Heavenly Kisses did. And Princess Magic, just like Heavenly Kisses, ran dead last in her race prior to drilling, assuredly. So Heavenly Kisses hasn't shown a thing yet in two turf races, takes the plunge. If she has any ability, I'll tell you this, I don't think Heavenly Kisses will finish second. I think if she doesn't win, she'll be nowhere again. But I think she might win by the length of the stretch because she's just taking such a drop in class for Peter Hurton. So it's a question mark that she hasn't run a jump, but neither had Princess Magic, for the most part, who beat assuredly soundly last time. Race six, number one, heavenly kiss is my best bet of the day. Closing day at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Frank Miramati, thanks for the time. Enjoy the Jersey Shore. I'm hopefully, hopefully you're spending some time over there and really looking forward to opening day this Thursday. At Saratoga, we'll be tuning in on FanDuel TV. Thanks, Frank. Just like Bartles and James. Thank you for your support, my friend. <laughs> All right. All right. Frank Miramati with us. And uh, now we're going to get back, I, I think, to uh, Lexington and say hello to Dora Delgado, uh, Breeders' Cup Executive Vice President, Chief Racing Officer, her second time on Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Hey, Dora, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing today? 
I'm great, but uh, I people like you, I, I know your phone's got to be ringing. You got your hands full. We have all these medication issues and everything else. Here's hoping that things level off some through the summer instead of uh, getting worse. And, uh, you know, we, we can approach the Breeders' Cup talking about these great horses and racing instead of these ancillary issues, Dora. A hundred percent. You know, we are just getting really rolling with our Breeders' Cup win in your end series. We have 60 challenge races left in the schedule. So, I mean, things are really going to start popping between the challenge and the dirt dozen and, and horses getting qualified to run in the, the championships at Santa Anita. So, I mean, we, we've had a few up to this point, but it's really going to just be a, a locomotive running, you know, through through the rest of the month. So, so gearing up for that is really taking all of our attention. And, of course, we're, we're in the midst of celebrating our 40th running of the Breeders' Cup World Championship. So we're super excited to have fans join in on that. And there's, there's a lot of things on the website. Fans have voted on their top 20 moments in Breeders' Cup history, and they are, they are spectacular. They bring back so many memories for me personally. Um, and then, you know, and then trying to get uh, people to come out and join us at Santa Anita. We, we'd love for everybody to see that beautiful location. I, I, one of the, one of the most, um, favorable places for our Breeders' Cup championships to be held. Great seating, great weather, great views. It's just, it's it's a 10 out of 10. Yeah, Dora, the optics, and, and obviously I'm prejudiced. I'm, you know, director of publicity at Santa Anita, but for television's sake, especially when you're talking late in the day, that time of the year, with that backdrop, there's nothing like it, in my opinion, in the world of sports. It's It's beyond phenomenal. We'll be hosting it for a record 11th time. Listen, back to the Dirt Dozen for a moment, and this is uh, you know tied in with the Breeders' Cup winning your end thing. Uh, from a provincial standpoint, uh, Exalted took the Shoemaker Mile, so he's in. But I have a question. Cody's Wish, you know, the Eclipse champion, a sprinter, he won the, the Met Mile. Do you expect him to go, go back in that Breeders' Cup sprint? Uh, you know, I think I think honestly at this point it's a toss up with them whether they'll go dirt mile or classic. But I wouldn't be at all surprised if they um, if they try to to get him into the classic this year. I mean, he's actually absolutely captured the dirt mile division, and the, and there's not going to be a lot of, of challenge for him there. So I'd love to see them um, move him up to that $6 million Long Jeans Breeders' Cup Classic division. It would be amazing. This horse is getting better and better. Yeah, and thanks for helping me out there. It's the dirt mile, not the sprint. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now listen, I I know you want to get people listening, and, and of course we're nationwide on the Internet, thinking about coming to Santa Anita for the 40th anniversary of the Breeders' Cup. How can they best do that, Dora? You know, it's so easy. There's so many great seats left. You know, we run on both Friday and Saturday. Friday is our Future Stars Friday championship, so all our two-year-old races, you get to see the up-and-coming stars. Then Saturday, the real action gets going with the older horses division. And I will tell you, people who come out and see these champions run will again see them winning Eclipse Award after Eclipse Award. So let me tell you, these are the best in the world that mm-hmm. are going to be running against each other. And to see it in person, it's just heart-stopping. The one thing about Breeders' Cup, I always say, is just there's no break in the action. As soon as you finish one championship race, you're on to the next. So it's not like, you know, the Derby where you're kind of building up all day and everybody's, you know, kind of 
got to go see what's in the you know happening in the gift shop and go you know try out food for the championships it's just non-stop action so right. you're, you know don't don't blink and you'll miss it so they can just go to breederscup.com there's plenty of great seats you know pick your price range enjoy your experience there's a great um section on the rail called the view where you are literally you know a, a hand's breath away from horses running right towards you to the finish line so incredible opportunities to to join us there Looking forward to that. Encourage folks to go to BreedersCup.com. And, of course, the Breeders' Cup will be Friday, November 3rd, Saturday, November 4th, as noted, uh, at Santa Anita Park. And, and you know, uh, Dora, you also mentioned the, the fans' poll for the top Breeders' Cup moments of all time. And they went right to the beginning, that 1984 classic at Hollywood Park where Pat Day aboard uh, the Vince Timphony train Wild Again somehow found a way to get it done. Indeed, that was a spectacular moment, but there have been so many. Oh, my gosh. So many incredible moments. And, you know, it's like when, when they were pulling this together and they were asking me, I'm like, how could I possibly get 20? You know, there's every year has produced some just, I mean, breathtaking moments and, and horses battling down to the wire. It, it's so incredible. The next 20 are just as spectacular. I mean, yeah. I, I just... It, it's just, it's really, it's really fun to go back and revisit. I mean, there's one thing I, you know, people ask me all the time. It's like, what's your favorite Breeders' Cup moment? I'm like, I cannot possibly narrow that down. Yeah. I mean, I will say, though, you know, Zenyatta gave me one of my most memorable moments what? just when she was defending her crown at Churchill Downs. And she came striding into the paddock with, you know, just that strut that she had. And it was literally like a rock star had descended. The people around the paddock, there was, you know, cameras going off, yep. screaming. I mean, it was it was amazing. It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. But See, for me, Dora, the most incredible thing I've ever seen in the Breeders' Cup was Zenyatta, but the, the year before winning it, it just yeah. looked hopeless like it did in so many of her races. And then to see her do what she did and to have Trevor Demon on track nail it the way he did, it's just something you never forget. And the distaff with Songbird and Beholder, you're never going to oh, get yeah. a tighter photo than that. That was that was beyond you know anything. Gary Stevens, Mike Smith on two superstars and uh, separated by maybe a sixteenth of an inch. Dora Delgado, great memories, but uh, we're looking forward to making some memories. That'll be November 3rd and 4th at Santa Anita, the 40th annual Breeders' Cup. Thank you so much. I look forward to getting you on uh, in the run-up to it, Dora. Absolutely, Mike. Thanks so much for having me on. You bet. Have a great day back there. Folks, we're going to step aside and got a lot of shows straight ahead. I should have mentioned Chris Murs, who does everything at uh, Canterbury Park, going to be joining us first half of the next hour. Kurt Hoover from FanDuel with us, top of the hour. Next up, going to be John Lindo uh, from Carlsbad. Got a lot to talk about with John. Orlando Gutierrez from Los Alamitos. And much, much more. Don't go away. This is Thoroughbred L.A. Radio. AM 830. 
Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best-selling vehicle, the F-150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange. The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight, Look for outstanding pools in our early and late pick fours. Our early pick fours pools have been around $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is now offering exciting day and night racing double headers on Saturday and Sunday through July 9th. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of day and night racing, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we'll have either a pick six carryover or the $10,000 promo on Sunday night. It's Orange County's beautiful Los Alamitos race course. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated, luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide-open bar or lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. 
If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway, or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard, west to Pacific Coast Highway, and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnett, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle Kimo's Kona coffee. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. And welcome back. And, folks, you could do a little worse than take advice from Juan Hernandez. What a phenomenal run he's had at Los Alamitos. He's ridden very selectively. One was six out of his eight mounts there, and he swept all three stakes at this L.A. County Fair meet. Closing day today, and here we are 38 minutes in, and I'm just now mentioning it was Juan Hernandez and that guy Bob Baffert uh, posing for pictures after the running of the $125,000 Los Alamitos Derby yesterday with Reincarnate, who had been idle since well-beaten in the Kentucky Derby uh, and, of course, trained officially at that time by Tim Yachtin. Reincarnate, as we just see so often with Baffert when the big money's down, 
They took control going into the first turn, and Juan was able to deal all the cards from there. Just a really big, big effort. He won off by two and a half lengths as the even money favored over a nice colt by the name of uh, Skinner, who was ridden uh, for the first time by Mike Smith. So Reincarnate provides Bob Baffert with his seventh consecutive Los Alamitos Derby Stakes victory. Uh, Let's get down south as advertised. Say hello to John Lindo. And, John, good morning. How are you? Great, Morning. Uh, you're in and out again. See if you can get over to a certain side of the kitchen so we can fully understand you, John. Let's try this again. How are we doing? Okay, there? that is a little bit better, my friend. Uh, now, listen, as far as the, the cowbread situation, uh, wh- where do you want? You want to go to Pleasanton to kick things off? Well, as far as the Cowboys go today, yeah, the, the Everett Nevin stakes today, $75,000, the sixth race on the card at uh, Pleasanton. Nine horse field, seven Calbreds. You've got a couple of nice Calbreds from Southern California. A shady appeal for Jeff Bonney's up there. So is Last Call London for Peter Miller. And from Northern California, you've got Wild Jewels for your buddy, uh, uh, Steve Speck. And, uh, it's, it's a good field. They're good enough to face open company there for that $75,000 pot. Uh, so the Calbreds are getting a lot of opportunities already as two year olds. And, uh, I think worth noting, Edwin Maldonado. Shipping north to ride for Bondi in that seventy-five thousand dollar Everett Nevin. Yeah, you, that horse uh, Shady Appeal was very impressive breaking the maiden first time out at Santa Anita against Calbred. And uh, yeah, you know Maldonado's got business down here, especially at Los Alamitos, and he he goes up there to ride that car to Pleasanton. So that's that's that tells you a little something right there. Yeah, it it, it certainly does. So. Uh, you know, the, the racing up north today, uh, it, it's good, no question about it. And this inaugural Pleasanton Mile, it's a mile 70. I mean, they got a field of 10 there. And, you, you know, you've got a, a nationally prominent sprinter going in there for Pete Miller by the name of CZ Rocket. Evan Roman uh, has the call. And I know uh, Steve Anderson, and looking at his uh, his handicap uh, in today's daily racing form, he likes Il Bellator uh, for... Uh, trainer Jose Bautista. Now, this horse was a, a very respectable fourth here in the grade one shoe mile. Prior to that, third beat just a half length in the grade three San Francisco mile. So they're going from turf to dirt, but certainly uh, he's been facing good horses. He has, and you know, you've also got uh, what has probably been the top Northern California older horse, I'm going to be somebody. We had uh, Bruce Finkelstein on our show Saturday talking about that. He handles any surface. And then you got a guy, a guy named Sadler has two horses up there. Doug yep. O'Neill brings Katona up there. You got Craig DeLossi. So this is a, a salty race. It's a new race on the card, $150,000, field of 10. It's a good betting race. And uh, that 10th that race, uh, pardon me, the uh, the Pleasanton Mile goes as the 8th the, uh, race, I believe, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, here it is. And post time for that, 525. Also want to point out, you and Jay mentioned it yesterday, the Northern California Yearling Sale. That's coming up on Tuesday, August 15th. Go to cdba.com. The catalog is available there at their website, John. Exactly. Yeah, they, like you said, the sale is Tuesday the 15th. There is a stipend for the horsemen coming from Southern California up for the sale. If you buy something, I think the minimum purchase is 5000 You can call the CTBA offices about that. So you can pick up that catalog now, start your pre-work, and get ready to go. And, uh, you know, that, that sale does produce runners, Mike. Uh, and recently so. So uh, uh, there's usually value there in that uh, Northern California yearling sale. And, again, that'll be Tuesday, August 15th. 
I, I think you probably heard we had Dora Delgado on from the Breeders' Cup, John. want to encourage folks listening, wherever they may be, if you're thinking about coming to Santa Anita any time of the year, and I think in particular for the Breeders' Cup, a lot of people want to get in there and experience the entire week leading in to the Friday and Saturday, November 3rd and 4th. Folks, don't look any further than the La Meridian Hotel. It's just off Gate 5 across the street on Huntington Drive. You can park your car and walk over and back for the entire week, 626 triple seven six six nine nine uh ask for uh the thoroughbred la rate uh or you can go to marriott.com promo code s is in sammy's sammy's original nine four nine eight so uh, we're trying to get everything covered there john but this is a great way to experience the breeders cup there at the la meridian hotel you know now now's the time to make the bookings too before you get too close to the breeders cup you know it's going to sell out and you might want to check out that first weekend when you're back at Santa Anita at the end of September, Mike, because you have all those winning your end races. Get up there earlier, catch out and catch those horses, yep. get a line on everybody going into the Breeders' Cup. Hey, John, uh, opening day at Del Mar, Friday, July 21st. And uh, I want to let everybody know uh, I'm not going to be on the air a week from today. But you, along with Bob Ike, you're going to have your Del Mar preview show uh, next Saturday. Tell us about that, John. Yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of different things. Maybe some trainers to watch, jockeys to watch. We'll ask the handicappers different handicapping angles, moving from the fair at Los Al and from Santa Anita to the, the Del Mar track, you know, post positions. Obviously, there's the two-year-olds that always pop up during the summertime down here, so a lot to cover. And it's also opening week next week at Saratoga, so we'll have John Hardoon talking about Great. what to do with, with Saratoga as well. Closing day today, L.A. County Fair meet at Los Alamitos. How about a best bet for radio, John? Let's go down to the 10th final in Los Alamitos. In the 10th race today, number six, Creative Peak, gets back on the dirt, uh, has good tactical speed. I think he sits in a really nice trip from the outside post. Stocking number one, Sawas D. He'll get first run. Seven to two on the program. That's a fair number. Number six, Creative Peak, to finish off the meet, 10th race in Los Alamitos. And, John, while I've got you, I want to pass this along. Uh, couldn't get Ed Burgard today from Laughlin. He makes the line at Los Alamitos day and night. He says his best bet on the closing day card over there is going to come in race one. Kristen Mohall teaming up with a hot apprentice by the name of Abdul Alsagor. Uh, nice to see him and Vince DeGregory doing well. He doesn't have that much long longer left with that five-pound friend. He's soon going to become, be becoming a journeyman. But Ed says... Get on board with Al Segor, Kristen Mohall, and number four, Papal, uh, at 2-1 to one in today's first race. John Lindo, always a pleasure, and look forward to your Del Mar preview show next Saturday here from 9 to 10. Thanks a lot, Mike. We'll, we'll be on the air next Saturday. Okay. I, I hope that's what I said. No? Yes. No, you got it right. Okay, yeah. for once. Thanks, John. Appreciate good it. Luck. Let's get down Catella and say hello to Orlando Gutierrez. Hey, Orlando, good morning. I see you got a nice carryover in tonight's pick six. Good morning, Mike. Yes, we do over $15,000. And if you remember last week, Mike, we had a $14,000 carryover in the pick six. The total pool ended up being well over $140,000. So we expect a really nice total pool this Sunday night. We have eight races on tap. We begin a little later than usual, 6.40 p.m. uh, But the pick six will start in race number three. And looking forward to a really nice car. We have several trials to the Governor's Cup Derby. So a lot of action tonight here at Los South. Three trials to the Governor's Cup Derby. Uh, is there a big horse in there you want to mention? 
You know, interestingly, uh, there's a lot of horses that are extremely well-bred. Uh, the big horse in this one is in race number seven, number six, Require First. He's a big horse because he qualified to the Los Alamitos 2 million futurity last year and also ran second in the Governor's Cup futurity last year as well. Has not won a big one yet, but the talent is definitely there. And uh, these are all California breads, and i got to give a shout-out to the breeder, breeders of this horse, Georgia Ruben Villalobos. They don't breed a lot of horses, but they have a really nice mare by the name of No Tools Require. Everything she produces is a, is a top runner, including this one, Require First. So uh, I'm going to have to consider this one uh, one of the biggest horses of the night, Require First in Race 7. Okay, and, and Orlando, before we get a best bet from you uh, on tonight's uh, Los Alamitos card, what about the handicapping tournament? I heard you mention it yesterday uh, with John and Jay. How did that shake out yesterday? Uh, and, and that was an on-track uh, situation, correct? It was, Mike. You had to be on track to uh, to play it. Uh, and it was super exciting. Uh, it, and the action really heated up in the tournament when a 35-to-1 uh, prize won race number three from the Barnum Angela Aquino. And I knew right away, if somebody has that horse, that, they're going to be very competitive <laughs> in the tournament. Sure enough, Lynn Hansen uh, had it as part of his daily double ticket uh, in uh, in that sequence. That pushed him up all the way to the top. He dropped for a little bit there, uh, but came back strong in that final race to take home one of the birds. Uh, Lynn Hansen was the top winner in the uh, handicapping contest, and we had a really good turnout, 95 entrants there for the contest. So uh, we'll have another one in September, uh, another one in December. So uh, if you miss this one, make sure you're there in September. And those are always a lot of fun. And, and Orlando, we didn't schedule this, but uh, I, I, I've, I've got to give a tip of the cap to a guy I've known for many, many years. You've known him a long time as well. He's done everything at Los Alamitos the last few years. Racing secretary. Uh, he's been down there in the paddock. He's a, just a great horseman, stable superintendent, and uh, he's going through some tough times right now health-wise. His name is Scott Craigmile. And, Scotty, if you're listening, God bless you. He's got a great family, as you know, Orlando, and everybody's rooting for Scott Craigmile. This guy... He, he's a big man, a mountain of a man, and uh, he's he's dealing with some very, very serious stuff. I want to wish yeah, him all the best. I think about him every single day, uh, yeah. Mike. I think about him every single day. Like you said, he does everything, and he will do everything. You know, all you have to do is ask, and he'll be right there for Exactly. Uh, yeah, does a lot of stuff for the people in the backside as well. Uh, you know, always helping out whenever we have events. Uh, that benefit the people on the backside, uh, the grooms, the great grooms out there, Los Alamitos, he's always right there, ready to help out. So, yeah, Scotty, if you're listening, uh, we miss you, good friend. And uh, really about all you need to know about Scotty is uh, take a look at his kids. Anybody who knows them, uh, you, you know they uh, they got a hell of a foundation. Anyway, Orlando, uh, how about a best bet tonight? I'm going to go to race number eight, one of the trials here at Los Alamitos, and the number three horse price fixer. Three to one for the Barnova Dan Faria. Uh, this horse struggled a lot uh, breaking uh, the entire year last year. He's very, very talented. Just had a little bit of a t- hard time leaving the gate. He's done a lot better this year. Uh, actually beat a horse by the name of Party Politics. He's a multiple grade one winner here and beat him thanks to a beautiful start. So I'm looking for Price Fixer to continue uh, the good uh, the good habits that he's developed breaking. I'll go with Price Fixer three to one in race number eight. And Dan Faria should have a pretty good night got a 10-to-1 shot in race number seven, Don Lazaro, and another 4-to-1 uh, shot in trial in the first trial of race number six. So look for Adam Farias to have a good night. Like Price Fixer in race eight.
Okay, and post time for race eight, eighth and final, 9.56 Pacific. Again, an eight-race card. You get underway at 6.40 tonight after the daytime action. And, folks, a nice carryover uh, into tonight of better than 15,000, and we expect that total pool to exceed 150,000 by third race post time. What's that? We love that, Mike. I'm sorry, I didn't understand you. I said, I would love that. I would love that to go up there. Well, that's why we expect it, and that's what we're shooting for. Anyway, (laughs) Orlando, thanks so much. Have a great day and night. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, Mike. All right, we'll step aside one final time this hour, coming back back strong with Toby Terrell of Winner's Card. He's going to be taking a hiatus during Del Mar. Interested to get his thoughts on the closing day card uh, for the daytime situation here at Los Alamitos. Don't go away. Angels Radio. AM 830. Hello, I'm Alan Mosna, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon. The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight, look for outstanding pools in our early and late pick fours. Our early pick fours pools have been around $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is now offering exciting day and night racing double headers on Saturday and Sunday through July 9th. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of day and night racing, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we'll have either a pick six carryover or the $10,000 promo on Sunday night. It's Orange County's beautiful Los Alamitos race course. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway, or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always a accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach. So enjoy it at Sunset Suites. Make plans now to avoid the summer traffic gridlock. Sammy's Original in Lake Forest is looking forward to becoming your wagering headquarters during Del Mar. Their 2,700-square-foot Las Vegas-inspired racebook includes individual viewing terminals, ample self-serve betting machines, live tellers, and there are no parking or cover charges at Sammy's Original. Help celebrate our 10-year anniversary with a special menu featuring rollback prices in the racebook for our players. Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. 
First post-time meets racing day at Semi's Original is 10 a.m. Come in, enjoy the great food, the great summer racing, and see what Semi's Original is all about. For more information, call 949-716-2367 or log on to Semi'sOriginal.com. See you at Semi's Original in Lake Forest. Hi, this is Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit. I'll tell you what's going on. It's closing day for the Los Angeles County Fair at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Let's get up to Santa Anita right now and say hello to Toby Terrell, private clocker for winner's card. And that's going to be the best $5 you spend going to Del Mar. And if you can't make it on track, you can catch winner's card by Toby Terrell at uh, casetherace.com. Toby, good morning. Uh, we're going to miss you over the next seven weeks or so, but look forward to getting you back right after Del Mar. Mike, uh, you know, well said. Um, we'll, uh, we'll give it our best uh, go down there going to be an action-packed summer i think we're going to have a big meet and uh very very happy with the closing day card at los al here today they uh had a hard hand dealt to them but it, it's nice to see them finish with such a big 10 race card looking forward to it very much and uh i know you were along with a lot of other people very impressed with reincarnates winning the uh, los al derby yesterday we don't have much time where do you want to go for radio today toby Let's go to the eighth race and uh, the number six horse, Devil Among Us, uh, undefeated on the track. And the only thing this guy has to do is relax, and he did that in his gate drill. He had his ears pricked at a really nice cruising speed. So uh, I think he looks like a a big-time single for us here today uh, in race number eight. And Giovanni Franco, it's in the saddle, hopefully, for this nice win. And, and don't you think the outside post is a is a plus here? No question about it. He's a big, strong, uh, dense, uh, now gelding, and I, I think it's going to make a big, big difference. First time gelding today and uh, owned by longtime supporters of the game, uh, Jay and uh, Julie Manoogian, as you noted, uh, trained by Phil D'Amato and bred here in California by Bobby Mitchell. And uh, you see his name as a trainer way back in the 70s as R.K. Mitchell He's got a, a terrific layup facility out in Hemet. 
Wish these people the best. Devil Among Us, the six horse in race eight, five to two on Ed Burgard's morning line. Going to be Toby Terrell's best bet uh, for closing day at Los Alamitos. Post time for race eight, 435 Pacific. Hey, Toby, thank you so, so much. Have a great run with the stopwatch during Del Mar, and we'll check you back in about eight weeks. Catch you on the other side, Mike. Okay, terrific. Uh, Folks, we're going to step aside. Coming back strong with FanDuel TV's Kurt Hoover. Then we're getting to Canterbury Park and get some industry insight from a good friend and a big player back there, Chris Murray. That and much more straight ahead. Don't go away. Don't punish me with brutality. Talk to me so you can see. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. Angels Radio AMA30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos. You'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight, look for outstanding pools in our early and late pick fours. Our early pick fours pools have been around $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is now offering exciting day and night racing double headers on Saturday and Sunday through July 9th. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And, of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of day and night racing, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we'll have either a pick six carryover or the $10,000 promo on Sunday night. It's Orange County's beautiful Los Alamitos race course. Make plans now to avoid the summer traffic gridlock. Sammy's Original in Lake Forest is looking forward to becoming your wagering headquarters during Del Mar. Their 2,700-square-foot Las Vegas-inspired racebook includes individual viewing terminals, ample self-serve betting machines, live tellers, and there are no parking or cover charges at Sammy's Original. Help celebrate our 10-year anniversary with a special menu featuring rollback prices in the racebook for our players. Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. First post-time meets racing day at Sammy's Original is 10 a.m. Come in, enjoy the great food, the great summer racing, and see what Sammy's Original is all about. For more information, call 949-716-2367 or log on to Sammy'sOriginal.com. See you at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin Speed Ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. 
The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's The Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with exciting and action-packed racing in beautiful Orange County. It's the LA County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time horse of the year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrowgate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet wraps up on Sunday afternoon with another action-packed program. And remember, the closing program means mandatory payouts on all multi-race wagers. And when the sun goes down, the fun continues at Los Alamitos with our evening racing program featuring night racing's best bets and racing's best bets. The Los Alamitos early and late pick fours. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. And it's our closing day of the meet, Sunday, July 9th. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California-bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races, too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. There they go. O'Hara lost the rider. Native diver is going to the front. Gamely and rising market nose and nose. And Gamely is the winner by a nose right. Which one's going to win it? Farm away, Marketry, Farm away. It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles, hosted.
presented by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by the LA County Fair Meet at Los Alamitos Racecourse. First post time each racing day is at 1 o'clock. In addition to top daytime thoroughbred action, you can catch America's fastest athlete, the American Quarter Horse, under the lights every Friday and Saturday night by Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Take it from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By Sammy's original off-track wagering, where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Catch a cowbred and experience that golden feeling. By the Rags and Sheets, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, and players like you nationwide. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Steve Johnson and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the La Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia, just a lob wedge from the great race place. And by Western Rooters, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani McBrien. Once again, a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Nice to have you with us. Closing day of the L.A. County Fair Meet uh, at Los Alamitos. We'll get underway at 1 o'clock today and a, 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 a 10 race card on tap. And again, congratulations to Juan Hernandez, who, uh, you know, is pitching Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee heavily. Folks, uh, I would suggest we all take Juan's advice. He has won with six out of his eight mounts at this meet and uh, has swept all three stakes, including yesterday's $125,000 uh, Los Alamitos Derby with Reincarnate, who provided Bob Baffert with his seventh consecutive win in that race. Joining me as advertised is FanDuel TV's uh, Kurt Hoover, Kurt, great to have you with us, and uh, I know you're looking forward to everything uh, closing day today at Los Al. Yeah, Mike, the only thing that's missing is I wish we had another week or two of racing. Uh, right. being out at Los Alamitos, and uh, like I said many times, Mike, I've done a lot of jobs in this game over the last 35 years, and my favorite still is the simulcast host being in the paddock in the action with the people and the horses. So yep. looking forward to a good closing day, Mike. We just missed a carryover one ticket yesterday for just under $27,000. So we'll start from scratch on the pick six. Last $2 chance for a while. Mandatory payout today, obviously. Exactly, Kurt. You know, I wanted to talk to you about a few races today. But first of all, I I said uh, in in the last hour, you know, we've seen Baffert win, obviously, so, so many big races everywhere over the years. And yesterday, with Reincarnate, it was just another classic example where speed is the biggest force in racing, yep. it seems like. I mean, you take charge into the first turn, and, and then it's come catch me, and he never runs a short horse at you. Result, victory. Yeah, exactly right, Mike. And I know I've mentioned that before. And, it, you know, it's not every case, but when people say, well, the horse made an easy lead, I say, well, sometimes the fastest horse makes the lead. That's but it. Sometimes, right? Sometimes faster horses run other horses off their feet. And that was a class example yesterday. I still think Skinner's a nice horse, Mike, and I still think he's got a bright future. But when you uh, a good horse at Green Carnate goes one twelve for the three quarters, forty seven and change, it's over, right? With a horse That's like it. that. 
That's it. And he's a really good horse. I think Skinner's still going to be a good horse. But I could even maybe see him on the turf down the road sometime. He's got that kind of style, not going to action to me. But reincarnate was impressive. He dominated. He kicked clear, turning for home, and he galloped out nicely. A very good win, Mike. And I had a chance to interview Bob Baffert right after the race for the simulcast feed. And you can tell it still means something to Bob to win at Los Al. I mean, obviously, he's won the biggest yep. race in the world. He's made zillions of dollars, so forth and so on. But, Mike, that is where it all started at Los Al many years ago. After he came in from Arizona Fair Circuit and started winning quarter horse races. It still means something. And I know he's got a special place for Los Alamitos. And, you know, back to Skinner, Kurt, uh, he never threw in the towel. No. And I think you could say, hey, he may well have been in need of a race. He hadn't run in a long time. Um, he he should definitely improve off of that race. But given the way it shook out, I mean, it's just an impossibility. It's 100%, Mike. And, you know, like I keep saying with Skinner, I want to see him catch a big field of the fast pace. That's it. And I, right? And it would have happened in the Derby, but it didn't. So that's yeah. the way it goes. Maybe he'll do it one of these days, Mike. Uh, again, reincarnate was best, no question about it. He's a really good horse. But I still think Skinner's going to be okay down the line. And, again, he had run in a couple months. He'd shipped back to Kentucky, so forth and so on. He'd missed time. Good horse race, Mike. Those are two real nice three-year-olds we saw in yesterday's the Los Al Derby. And, and Kurt, uh, you know, topically, what, what's at the top of the news uh, agenda in our game? And I said in hour one, I'm not going to go week after week here with a police blotter. I'm just not going to do it, Kurt. Because there's going to be a ton of it, it's, it certainly appears. Uh, yeah. But one thing I didn't mention was two prominent trainers, uh, certainly at Los Alamitos and on this circuit, Reed Saldana and Milton Pineda. Uh, they've been, both been provisionally suspended, and uh, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens there. But I didn't mention it in, in hour one. I should have. I did mention that Jonathan Wong has been provisionally yeah. suspended. So, uh, y- you know, it, it's just a mess. It's a, Mike, that's the best way to put it. It's a mess. You know, we, we could go on and on about it and, and the politics and the details and the tests and the medication and everything else. Bottom line, it hurts our game. Uh, you know, guys like Pineda and Saldana, no, they're not big-time trainers. But, Mike, from being there in the afternoon the last 10 years, those are the kind of guys that still races and run horses. And at night at Lowell Settlements, it's going to hurt there. Yeah. McLean um, Robertson, a top trainer at Canterbury, who also runs at Hawthorne, he trains Lots of good horses for Minnesota breeders. He runs at Hawthorne. That's going to affect their programs. Look, it, it's a tangled mess of, uh, of things to talk about. Uh, I don't know what the end result is going to be. I'm not overly optimistic myself, Mike, and, and it, you've known me a long time. I'm generally an optimistic person. Yeah. But I really I don't know where things are going with all of the things we've seen. And one other note, Mike, and I was on this right from the start, that the guy who I thought really got a raw deal with Sappy Joseph in, at Churchill Downs. He still has broken no rules, had no violations, and yet he had to have a horse scratch in the Derby. He lost his good horse, Whitebarry, to another trainer. And Churchill just shuffles it off like, okay, well, he's back now. Well, yeah, but shouldn't that have been done, like, you know, innocent before proven guilty? I mean, I, I, that whole thing escaped my logic. But, you know, that's another thing we go on a long time about, part of the game, I guess. Well, and it's something that's been talked about a lot is uh, that there is <laughs> there there is a glaring lack of due process when it yeah. comes to these issues yeah. of private property rights. And, and Mike, look, I, I, I don't know Safi Joseph at all. I don't either. I've never interviewed him. I've never talked to him. I have no nothing personal in this at all. I'm just looking at it from, wait a minute, so two months later, oh, everything's okay, you're back in action. Well, no, everything's not okay. He lost owners. His horse had a scratch out of the derby. It, it just doesn't make a lot of sense the way these things are processed at some of these racetracks to, to jump to these conclusions without going through things. So, Yep. You know, it's like we said, Mike, we could spend a lot of time talking this and probably get in a lot of trouble doing it. But uh, 
It just makes me sad to see the way some of these things are going in this game, and I've been doing it for a long, long time. Well, and Kurt, uh, the the folks, as I said in hour one, that are happiest are those that that want us out of business. You know. Yeah, and and and, and Mike, it's it's progressing that way. And again, I, I hate to say that, even think about it, but I'm also a realist, you know. And you got to look at the whole picture and the way things are going, and. Uh, we're not rolling along. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Well, let, let's get back to what's going on in Los Alamitos on closing day, Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> a, race that I, advice, right? <laughs> a race that I haven't talked about is the second. Now, granted, there's only five horses. These are two-year-olds at five-eighths, but they're all first-time starters. Kent DeSormo, I think he's had one mount at the meet. He rides today for his brother, Keith. Uh, they've got, uh, looks like, a runner here in Malibu Rain, two-to-one second choice. The odds-on favorite on Ed Burgard's morning line, Bob Baffert, Juan Hernandez teaming up with number five, Prince of Monaco, at, at three to five. What do you do with this race, Kurt? Yeah, well, until I look at the clock reports, Mike, I, I wait. I haven't gone through all the reports yet on the workouts, but interesting you mentioned some of the connections. So you look at this race. Yeah, it's in the afternoon, Los Alamitos. The trainers are Peter Miller, Keith Pesomo, Doug O'Neill, Michael McCarthy, and Bob Baffert. <clears throat> and as we see That's Del Mar. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah. And, and both McCarthy and Baffert in particular, if you go through the last couple of years, have run a lot of their top horses at Los Alamitos. It's, it's not unusual for them to run the good horse, not just the second string. So it's an interesting group with some really nice pedigrees and uh, part of that early pick five. So looking forward to looking at them in the paddock, too, Mike. I love my job at Los Alamitos because I'm literally right in the paddock, and it's a great view of the horses, especially the when they come out. Mike, it, it really, really is, is special to be down there and, Get that up close look at horses. And, and Kurt, late yesterday afternoon, at least on FanDuel, I mean, it just looked picturesque down there. It was so it was. clear. It was amazing. It was, Mike. And I, I thought that I was standing there. I'm over to the side where FanDuel uh, set is, and I was looking over there, seeing who was on the set, and I said, God, it's a nice day today. There was a breeze, yeah. big crowd on track, and, and you've been to Los Al many, many times, Mike. We've talked about it before. It's one of those tracks where fans can really get up near the horses, near the people. When Baffert was coming down to the paddock for the feature, he got stopped numerous times, talked to the fans, took some pictures, so forth and mm-hmm. so on. But it's the kind of track, Mike, where you can kind of get in the action. And, it, and especially in this day and age, we don't really need big facilities anymore, as we've no. seen. You know, there's plenty of room, and it's nice to see that kind of small track feeling still at Los Alamitos. Hey, Kurt, i, I got to digress just for a moment. Sure. Uh, I, I... Last night, I, I suffered through uh, that game at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's just, wow. I gave up, Mike. I switched to MLB and watched the Padres and Mets because I'm halfway between the uh, Padres and Angels as far as distance. Okay. So I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where I'm going. I went over to uh-huh. Surf, uh, Sports Center, and I watched this kid. He's been in the major leagues like 30 oh. days. Ellie De La Cruz. This guy, he is beyond amazing. In my life, I've never seen it. I don't think I will again. They showed the complete highlight. He gets on base. He steals second base, steals third without a throw, and then doesn't wait for a pitch. He's kind of deking everybody, like getting straightened out, his uniform and so on. The pitcher is disgruntled. He's looking out toward the scoreboard with his back turned to home plate. This guy's gone, and it's not even close. I've never, ever seen that. Uh, Mike, I had the same reaction. I, 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 they were talking about it in a game I was watching, so I said, you know, I'll flip over to Sports Center, which I rarely watch anymore. I just don't watch it. I said, I want to see these highlights. Yeah. I saw that, and I said, I have never, ever seen something like that. That looked like a Little League game. Mike. Unbelievable. Right? And it's the major league. It's not yeah. a Little League game. And since that kid has come up, the Reds have gone from drawing 15,000 people being non-entities 
in the first place, selling out the, the, the great American ballpark there in Cincinnati. You know, we talk about Otani being freakish. I mean, this kid obviously is not there yet, but he's got freakish skills by watching. Well, his impact 30 days in is just absolutely incredible. And the Reds, I mean, a once-proud franchise, as we all know, they've been relegated to small market status. It's really been sad to watch. And now they got a bunch of young kids, and they're two games up at the All-Star break uh, in, in their division. Yeah, it goes to show you, Mike, that part of the tough thing in baseball, you know, you talk about, well, they're a small market. And well, you also got to draft right, and you got to build right. And when you do, as we've seen, uh, Tampa Bay did it, the Baltimore Orioles are doing it, and the Reds are doing it. Yeah. It can be done. It does take some time, but you can't go all in and, and go for the veterans and try and get just the wild card position. you got to build for the future. And I think you're seeing that with these teams. And I don't know about you, Mike, but I'm, I guess I sound old, but the young talent is, is just unbelievable to me. to watch. It jumps skills. off the page, Kurt. Right? It jumps I, off I, the page. Even 20 years ago, I think you'll agree, and you, and you umpired, you were in baseball a lot more than I was, we didn't, you didn't see this kind of talent, this raw, incredible talent yeah. that some of these athletes have. It's just absolutely mind-blowing to watch uh, how the game has changed for the better. Absolutely, Mike, to watch the skills. Th- this kid's from the Dominican, uh, I believe, isn't he? I, I believe so. Ellie De La Cruz, yeah. yeah. I tell people the biggest difference I see in the game is the middle infielders, which he is not, and it's the Caribbean influence. I, I really believe that, Kurt. That and, and th- These guys make plays we never easy. saw it, it, yeah. when I was a kid. There's no way. you know. No, the, the, the athletes have, have just gotten so much better. I mean, it's in all sports, but I, for some reason I think it's more noticeable in baseball because you've got individual guys in those positions by themselves making these plays. But uh, – as bad as the Angels are going, Mike, and that team is going bad. There's no question about that. Yeah. I still love watching the game. I watched most of the Angels-Dodgers. Then it was out of hand. I switched to the Padres, watched a great pitching game there by Blake Snell. So it's still a great, great game to watch, even when the team you're rooting for is not going too good. Exactly. Well, we got a break. Hopefully we get some guys back. Yeah, uh, boy, Mike, you talk about a needed break, right? I was thinking yeah. that. And isn't the schedule odd? I don't ever remember. They're not playing today. They played a two-game series, but the Dodgers-Angels don't play today. I mean, the Dodgers probably wanted to play, but I'll tell you what, the Angels, that's got to be a welcome relief. No question. Day, right? And you just Couldn't get to the beach so soon enough, Kurt. Believe right? me. And, Mike, I would, I would forget baseball. I'd get forget out of the it. locker room and yep. go do something else for five days. 100%. Get, right? Start over and look at it as a second season. 100%. Yeah. Right? You're not fair. You're not out of the whole playoff. I know. You've got to clear things and get, get started over. Got to do a reset. And, yep. and uh, Kurt, th- th- those are the only two teams in baseball not playing today: the Dodgers and the Angels. And that's very, very. It's strange. unbelievable. Like, I, don't know what the, yeah. I don't know what the thinking is there either. That's an odd. odd but Leilani, I, I was trying to talk to her about that. She's very argumentative before the show, and she said, "No, no, it's always that way. These two teams, they they, they don't ever play on the the no, the, no, the last no. day before no. the All Star break. So I, like I, I don't argue with Leilani, I, Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, let's get back to what's going on at Los Alamitos. Uh, how about another race or two that maybe. You know, you wanted to talk about uh, before we get your best sure, bet. You know, one other note, too, just a quick recap from yesterday. Kid is riding pretty well, and we've talked about it before. Abdul Al-Sagor. Yes, sir. He had, a couple, he had a couple winners yesterday, Mike. I thought he put a real good ride on Spoiled Rotten in yesterday's seventh race. I think he might have some business at Del Mar. And Diego Herrera's ridden really well, Mike. He rode a good race. I know he's on a four to five shot, but I thought he rode Doug O'Neill's sort really well. They had cut down to the inside and saving ground. So maybe a couple of guys to watch, uh, you know, down at Del Mar. As for today's races, Mike, I thought the first race was kind of intriguing because there's some old-timers in there who I don't know if they're going the right way. Uh, some horses you're familiar with, like Papali, Rip City, Dr. Troutman. I thought the Sente Shadow had a look in there. I love the way this horse won last time. I know it was sprinting, 
But I went back and looked at his lifetime TPs. He's run second routing way back at Emerald Downs a couple of years back. Point is, he can route. And the horse he beat, Big Cheddar, was a good second yesterday. So I thought maybe in a race where I'm not so sure the favorites are going the right way, I thought Vicente Shadow stepping up in class, maybe a little look in the opener today. Kurt, I, you know, Ed Burgard uh, phoned in a best bet. He went with Papale. I guess it's Papale. And, yeah, uh, I am familiar with this horse. Uh, mm. I agree with you. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I want somebody who's done something lately. And Franco sticks with this horse, Vicente Shadow. He's proven he can come from off the pace. I, will there be enough to set set it up for him? Don't know. But this horse is getting good. You know, hey, I don't mind the double jump here. There's there's no hell in this race, you know. No, you look at Rip City, Mike. He's obviously not going the right way. Taking for 25, two starts back. Bad race on the turf. Bad race when they claim him. He takes the drop in for 12-5. Dr. Troutman, a couple months ago, was racing for $4,000 at Rito. I don't know which way he's going. He's going to show speed. And then Papali, to me, he's just kind of running in place. Now, he does come out of a good race. Next Revolt, who was second, is a tough old horse who came back and won again. But I'm I'm going to go with the, the horses who's who's good right now and has won over the track. And he can route. Like I said, I looked up his PPs. He, he can get two turns. I'm not too concerned about that. Just hope he has something to run at. Is he going to be your best bet, Kurt? No, I'm going to go to another horse, Mike. And I know some, some people are going to laugh at the horse I pick because I don't too often go to 0 for 14 maidens as my play of the day. But I really think in the fourth race, they might put you There's one leg in front of the pick six. The one horse, Warren Showbiz, is going to be very tough to beat. Her race two weeks ago, opening weekend at Los Al, I thought she'd be tough that day. Unfortunately, she stumbled as bad as a horse can stumble. Dumped Herrera. She just ran around the track. Uh, obviously, she came back okay because she worked five eighths and a minute and two on July second. Herrera rides back, and to me, that's just like a work for her. She just ran around the track. Point being, like, I don't think there's anything in here. The favorites are a horse coming in from Turf Paradise, uh, Hector Fumos' horse on the outside, who's very one pace. Uh, a horse that Jeff met smoke on the cliff that comes out a thousand yard races at night are very soft races. I think Warren Shobe is going to be running late. I wish it was six, but it's five and a half, and I just think he'll pick up the pieces today. His race at Los Al last December, when he got me a nose, that wins this race. And I know he's 0 for 14, Mike, but at Los Al, he's 0 for 2. Really, he's 0 for 1 with that stumble last yeah, about stuff. Right. Warren Showbiz, I think this price is right, Mike. It's 4 to 1. I think it's finally graduation day for Warren Showbiz today. Well, he's 0 for 1, and when he was second, uh, uh, she was second. She got beat a nose, Kurt. So I thought uh, she won that day, Mike. That was one of those yeah. bobs where I really thought she got the bob. And you know, after that, she ran in Sanita against better. Obviously, she's been stuck here a long time, but she can finish, Mike. And I think with the nighttime horses and the turf paradise horses, this thing might fall apart in the last eighth of a mile, which is the kind of race she can win. Post time uh, for race four at 2.35, and again, a 1 o'clock start for a 10-race card on closing day at Los Alamos. Kurt, last thing, who's your seminar guest before the races today? Uh, Michael Rona wraps it up today, Mike. So Michael Rona and I will be uh, <coughs> handling things today, and of course, then Mike will be doing his night duties. want to uh, give a tip of the cap, Mike, to George Ortizar. <clears throat> he was my guest yesterday. He had a hell of a, a selections on the show he was in the handicapping contest, and he was in a hunt for a long time and had some tough beats, but he did a real nice job handicapping the card. And then I got Michael Rona today. Nice. One of the races to note, Mike, I thought the seventh race was intriguing. That starter race, it's for a climbing price of 50 or less, but there's no non-winners, too. So you get handy-dandy on the comeback in there. You get subsidized. You get mastering. 
that's about a toughest start allowance race that you're going to see on this circuit. So I thought that was kind of a good race in the, uh, the late pick four. Hey, Kurt, always a pleasure. And uh, a reminder, there's two really good stakes up at Pleasanton today. So yeah, oh, excellent. take a look excellent. at those with a Southern California feel. Uh, for the, the two-year-olds go five and a half in the Everett Nevin. And then the first ever $150,000 Pleasanton mile yeah, and 70 yards. You, they got I'm 10 horses in there, Kurt. I'm glad you're touching those, Mike. Uh, Joaquin Hyman and I were doing this show the other night, and he's up there at Pleasanton today uh, covering the races. So we were doing you know, the, the preview. That Pleasanton mile is a hell of a race. Yeah, it that is. That is a really strong race. And then, Mike, I thought in the Everett Nevin, telling Joaquin, I said, Shady Appeal, Jeff Bondi's horse, Kent Dosoma sat on that horse, and that horse won for fun, and he's 2-1 to one on the line in Maldonado rides. So Shady Appeal, I think, for the Nevin, and then you're on your own in the Pleasanton mile. That's just a good race. Kurt, thanks so much. Uh, appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk at Del Mar. Thanks a lot, Mike. Enjoyed it. Looking forward to the, the action Los Alas. You bet. Great job over there at Los Alas. Advertise now. We're going to get back to the nation's heartland and say hello to a good friend. We work together at Santa Anita. He is now Senior Director of Horse Racing Operations at Canterbury Park, Chris Murray. Hey, Chris, good morning, and uh, thanks for, for making time for us. Good morning, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Chris, uh, so much going on nationwide, and uh, you're in the middle middle of uh, you know some some tough tough circumstances. First of all, you, you lost your subsidy from the, the Indian gaming aspect of the operation. There, I, I think you guys are trying to get something done legislatively, and then your big trainer here last week, uh, his first name's Mac, right? Mac Robertson. Yeah. Okay. He has now been provisionally suspended by the Horse Racing Integrity and Welfare Unit of HISA, and this is for a, a medication called Regimate, uh, and it was found in a gelding. Now, Regimate, folks, is something that has been used in fillies and mares to uh, kind of keep fillies and mares from coming in season. In other words, it has something to do hormonally with fillies and mares. In, in, in this game, we call it horsen. You want to keep their mind on business. And it, it appears to be a clear-cut case of contamination. But anyway, Chris, I, I know this is a big, big problem because this guy's got a huge stable. And, uh, you know, he's, he's kind of your, your guy on point in terms of uh, the backside. Yeah, definitely, Mike. Uh, it took us all by surprise here to the point that uh, no one was even notified in the racing operations. Our executive equine medical director here actually found out from the trainer after the search was done. So you can see that the communication was less than fantastic on Haiwu's side. Um, on top of that, I mean, the, the investigator from Haiwu that was here you know, gave everybody the wrong information as far as what to do with scratching the horses and everything like that. So it was just a gigantic mess and zero communication on the part of Heisa and Haiwu to the tracks, to the trainer, and to, you know, the commission here on what exactly to do and what exactly we needed to do going forward. Even the commission was, was out of the loop. Even the commission was out of the loop, yes. Up until, huh. like, 3 o'clock the next day when we had Max horses in the race, we hadn't been notified to scratch the horses. Mac was told by the Haiwu investigator that, you know, his horses would be scratched automatically. And then getting a hold of Haiwu, they said they have no authority to scratch the horse. So, like, what are we doing well, here? Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, a lot of people have put their faith in Heisa and Haiwu. I believe that everybody 
was under the circumstances that it was going to be a rough go. But, I mean, everything they sold us on, on better communication, getting tests back faster, it's been really lackluster, to say the least. And again, folks, our guest is Chris Murray, Senior Director of Horse Racing Operations at Canterbury Park. How many horses of Mac Robertson's had to be scratched? Uh, luckily, he, there was only six of them, but he's got, uh, as you said, a pretty big barn here, so it was a rough time getting his horses switched into other trainers' uh, names and everything like that. And where does he go from here, Chris? Well, right now he is on uh, suspension until they can figure out what to do next, honestly. Uh, we haven't heard much from Haisa or Haiwu on what the next process is. Mac hasn't really heard much. I know he has an attorney that he's hired to handle everything, but everybody's kind of playing the waiting game. And uh, this just go- keeps continuing. We were sold on communication and, you know, not just, not just our track, but tracks that have positives across the country are running into the same problem from what I'm hearing. Chris, you're in an awkward position. You're neither a regulator nor are you supposed to be an advocate. Uh, your job is to try and get the most horses in each race to therefore generate the most handle you, you, you possibly can uh, to, to make the entire thing go. Uh, but i got to ask you, I, I mentioned Regimate is the, uh, the prohibited medication. I don't, I, is it prohibited or is it allowed in certain amounts in, in, in with, with withdrawal time and so on in Phillies and mares? Yeah, I mean, this, the, the substance you're talking about is readily available in most barns you go across the country. And it was to the point when, from what I understand, when the high woo investigator came up, they just handed it right over. You're going to find it in most barns just to get the your fillies and mares, you know, through their cycle a little bit faster yeah. and everything. And, you know, it could very well just been, you know, they switched the feed bucket or whatever. So to get that big of a penalty when in the past it might have been like a $1,000 fine and maybe, uh, you know, repay the purse or whatever – to go to a two-year suspension is pretty, pretty but, rough. But Chris, I mean, the trainer's maintaining, and on the face of it, you'd have to think he he, he sure appears to be right when he says this is clearly contamination because it was found in 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 the system of a gelding. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. And it, right? this is where we, yeah, this is where you run into where you waiting on Haisa Haiwu to give you direction, and we're still waiting. Back to this medication regimate. So it, it's allowed, but there's a withdrawal time. Is, is that is that the case? In other words, it's not supposed to be at a certain level, uh, you know, on race race day or you know, in, in conjunction with a timed workout or something. That is correct. It okay, it falls under any type of medication where they have certain withdrawal times. So it is definitely a permitted medication. Permitted medication yeah. for fillies and mares. Yeah. I mean, and I hear Jay Pribbins say that this is so often confused and reported on sloppily by by lay media. Oh, you know, the, he was there was a positive for this. Well, it's a permitted medication, but there's a a, a slight overage of it. In this case, uh, I guess a slight overage, and in a horse that wouldn't be treated with it. There's no way. It's impossible. Why would you knowingly treat a gelding? with something that's for fillies and mares to keep them from coming into their reproductive cycle. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's mind-boggling, and we just go back to the same point of we need communication, and we're not getting any. 
Uh, it's just it's really frustrating, you know, for horse racing operators and from you know the commission standpoint too. They're looking for direction, and uh, the law of the land is not giving us any direction, and it's really frustrating. Okay, you wear a lot of hats here at Canterbury. Uh, you know, uh, I mentioned senior director of horse racing operations, which includes. Uh, you know, you, you oversee the racing office, you manage racing operations, you're the turf and ground superintendent, stable area manager, and so on and so forth. You're also the liaison with the Minnesota Racing Commission, stewards, office, veterinary staff, and so on and so forth. Uh, who Who is your point of communication with HISA? My point of communication with HISA is our equine medical director, Dr. Lynn Hovda who is on a lot of HISA boards here, and she's kind of the go-between. And, um, yeah, and then between her and I and trying to get a hold of HISA, it has not gone over well. So, well, like I said, I keep coming back to the very frustrating, there's been zero yeah. communication part, but I, that's what it is right now. And this is what's happening across all racetracks across the country. You know, there's a lot of people, including myself, that want it to work. But they need to hold up their end of the bargain, communicate, get out there and be leaders, and right now they're not doing it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it seems like sometimes when things start going wrong, you, you get into that foxhole, or they do, and burrow in, and it becomes even worse. Uh, last thing, I, I, I noted that you guys are without that uh, Indian gaming subsidy that, that uh, Canterbury had enjoyed for so long. What's up with that? And I know your purses need the help. Yeah, we purses definitely need the help. Uh, we were working on a sports wagering bill at the end of last season that didn't go through, but it'll be the top priority for 2024 for the legislator. And uh, we're working with the legislator and uh, the rest of the uh, stakeholders in the industry and other industries to get the sports wagering bill done and then use that money to uh, boost our purses. So we're looking pretty positive for the 2024 meet to have a little bit of an increase in our purse structure. Well, uh, Chris, I hate to be pessimistic, but as you well know, in horse racing these days, anything of that nature, you know, getting things done at the state capitol with horse racing, it's a heavy lift, no question. No, no, completely agree, but, you you know, you got to... As long as everybody stands together and no one's wavering and you go up together, you can get it done. So that's what we're going to do here. Chris, thanks for your time. We'll stay in touch. Uh, good luck with this uh, this most recent nightmare with uh, the provisional suspension of your leading trainer, Mac Robertson. Wish you all the best, my friend. Thanks for having me on, Mike. Appreciate it. You bet. Chris Murs from Canterbury Park. Bruce Finkelstein uh, is traveling today. And, of course, uh, he's our Northern California expert as well. He says... Tell everybody, go to my website, betonbruce.com, and he's got everything you need to know about uh, today, a Big Ten race card with two stakes at the Alameda County Fair at Pleasanton. Going to take quick time out, coming back strong with top handicapper and much more Bob Mazursky. This is Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Radio. AME 30. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight, look for outstanding pools in our early and late pick fours. Our early pick fours pools have been around $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is now offering exciting day and night racing double headers on Saturday and Sunday through July 9th. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of day and night racing, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we'll have either a pick six carryover or the $10,000 promo on Sunday night. It's Orange County's beautiful Los Alamitos race course. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. 
If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway, or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard, west to Pacific Coast Highway, and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated, luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide-open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626 777-6699. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. back and of course opening day at Del Mar will be Friday July 21st and a reminder we're taking next week off here on Thurbid Los Angeles we'll be back at you Sunday July 23rd opening day there at the seaside and a quick word uh, if you're heading down toward Del Mar Sammy's Original in Orange County they've got 10th anniversary pricing going on throughout the year and when we get back to Del Mar uh, Pete Genovese is going to reinstitute his $25,000 Rainbow Six bonus that's right during Del Mar if you happen to have the only single ticket winner in that Rainbow Six uh, Pete will write you a check for an additional $25,000. And a quick word about the Derby Room out at Fairplex Park, where you can quite often find our good friend Bob Ike. Just a tremendous place to go. So convenient, right off White Avenue uh, at Fairplex. Uh, Never any uh, charge for admission or parking. Tremendous food and beverage uh, presentation. Audio-visually. They do it right. The place is well-managed. Plenty of mutual clerks and a whole bunch of self-serve machines. That's the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Let's get over to Los Alamitos on this closing day of the L.A. County Fair Meet and say hello to Bob Mazursky. Handles the PR efforts uh, for the daytime thoroughbred situation. And, of course, you can catch his graded handicap along with Bob's morning line in all the Southern California News Group papers. Hey, Bob, good morning. Hey, good morning, Mike. How are you? Good. Enjoyed your stuff uh, after the Los Al Derby yesterday. 
And Baffert just, uh, I mean, he's just had a reign of dominance there since Hollywood Park closed. Formerly known as the Swap Stakes, now the Los Al Derby, and uh, the white-haired wonder has taken it seven years in a row. Yeah, seven of years in a row and eight out of nine. So, yeah, he's dominated this race and uh, reincarnated. Uh, basically, I thought that race was over into the first turn when he made such a yes the lead by himself. And, uh, you know, that's why he had the edge over Skinner yesterday. Just tactically, he had a big edge yesterday, given the pace scenario. And I know you like Skinner, and uh, to me, hey, I thought he ran well. I think he should improve off that race. No, I agree. And, you know, like you guys were saying earlier on the show, you and Kirk, that, uh, you know, he's pace-dependent. He needs to get in a race where they're going to go a little bit faster earlier and a little more contested, and then maybe that would help him. And also, I think he might handle the grass as well. So, And that's yeah. basically all you have at Del Mar for three-year-olds is grass races. Correct. So it'll be interesting to see if they try him in one of those races. Bob, uh, where do you want to go for radio today on this closing day? I'm going to go to the fifth race. I like number two, Winding. The horse coming out of that strong nighttime race, you know, it was the $50,000 race, the 1,000-yard race. His Lightning is a very sharp horse at night. Oil Can Knight was scratched yesterday, but he would have been contender yesterday. Winding has run well in the daytime. He has a win in two seconds in three tries, so I like him from slightly off the pace, number two, winding in race five. Bob, I, I hesitate to get bogged down in saying leading rider, leading trainer, when it's such an incredibly short meet, three weekends, but we know that Juan Hernandez, he's only had eight mounts, but he's won with six of them. He swept all three stakes races, but who's on top now, total wins for this short meet? Right now it's Ramon Vasquez. He has nine, and he's two up on Abel Cedillo at seven, and the apprentice Abdul Alzagor has six along with Juan. So, yeah, Vasquez won all three meets here last year, so he's trying to make it four in a row. And then in the trainer's race, Baffert has five wins, and there's four guys with four, Peter Miller, Jesus Durango, Milton Pineda, and Hector Palma. So Baffert has a couple mm-hmm. of shots today to add to that total, so we'll see what happens. Right, and uh, it looks like uh, Abel Cedillo doesn't have enough ammo, but nice to see him back. Uh, you know, winning races, and hopefully he can take this momentum with him uh, into Del Mar. Bob, really have enjoyed the short meet, and uh, look forward to to catching your your thoughts in print on everything going on at Del Mar with their opener on uh, Friday, July 21st. Yeah, looking forward to it. We take entries a week from Tuesday, so it'll be nice to get a little bit of a break. Exactly. Looking forward to when they start again. Good luck today, Bob. Thanks. Thank you, Mike. Take care. All right, we'll take our final time out on this Sunday. Coming back strong, we understand Toby Callett is back in South Florida. We're going to find out. And, of course, take two with the one and only Jonathan Ardoon of the Raggers and Sheets. Stay with us. Angels Radio. AM 830. The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight, look for outstanding pools in our early and late pick fours. Our early pick fours pools have been around $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is now offering exciting day and night racing double headers on Saturday and Sunday through July 9th. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of day and night racing, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we'll have either a pick six carryover or the $10,000 promo on Sunday night. 
It's Orange County's beautiful Los Alamitos race course. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway, or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. This segment is brought to you by The Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at The Bit. And welcome back. Final segment, Thurbert Los Angeles on this closing day of the Los Angeles County Fair Meet uh, over at Los Alamitos Racecourse. And let's go now. I believe he's finally back in South Florida. We're going to find out. Say hello to Toby Callett. Toby, good morning. Where are you? Well, Mike, good morning to you as well. But ironically, I am in Titusville, Florida, which, you know, last week I brought up that friend of mine that played in the U.S. Senior Open. He was actually born in Titusville, but this just happened to be the spot on the way home where I was going to be in a safe location okay. to uh, hang out and talk to you for a few minutes. I appreciate that, and I know the listeners do as well. You sound great, uh, Toby. First of all, conditions today at Goldstream. you got a nine-race card, first post, uh, 12.50 Eastern. They tell me it's fast and fast, and uh, the weather is uh, weather's been good uh, all through Florida so far today. Obviously, it's summer, 
We hope that uh, it remains that way. But uh, today's uh, radio play will not be affected by the weather because we're stuck with a Tapetta race. <laughs> so it's going to go on Tapetta no matter what. Yeah. And uh, wager if you like. All right, shoot. Race four. You're going a mile, mile and 70 yards. These are maidens, uh, three and up. And in here, I like the three coming off our horses to watch list. Her name is Starship Skittles. Um, she uh, was, It was a turf off that wound up on the Tepeda last time. It was a good effort. Looks like she's trained well in the interim. We'll use her on top of the four. Cacciatore, the six, Red Tiara, and the seven, the Great Caesar. Three, four, six, seven. Hmm, be like heaven to knock it out of the park in the fourth at Gulfstream Park. Okay, Starship Starship Skittles, 6-1 to one on the line, and post time for race four at Gulfstream. Uh, it's the fourth of nine today at 224 Eastern. And, uh, hey, Toby, safe travels. If you haven't seen it, I hope you're able to go to uh, MLB.com or wherever and take a look at this kid, uh, Ellie De La Cruz with the Cincinnati Reds. And see what he did last night. He stole second, third, and then without a pitch, he stole home. That's amazing. I mean, he's done a, a few amazing things so far in thirty but, uh, days. You know, I, yeah, yeah. He, he's uh, he, he's a talent indeed, and uh, that that's what baseball needs. You know, it's, uh, it's it's something good to talk about like that. And they're they're really on an upswing with the pitch clock and things moving along. Agreed. Uh, baseball has less detractors now than before, and. I know that makes you really, really happy. It makes me happy as well. It's much better. Hey, Toby Callett, thank you so much. We'll try and get lucky uh, in race four at Gulfstream, number three, Starship Skittles. Safe travels, my friend. We're off next week. We'll catch you on the 23rd. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Mike. You bet. Uh, we'll close things out, as we always do. Take two with Jonathan Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets from Saratoga Springs. John, once again, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Uh, terrific show as usual, and I enjoyed that interview with uh, the fellow from Canterbury. Um, Chris Mers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm losing my mind. Yeah. And, and your phone's a little bit rough, too. It sounds like you're underwater. Oh, well, I'm, I don't know what to tell you. It's well, you've you got to work on that. Any, anyway, tell everybody what's going on at the website, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Entries have already been taken for opening day Thursday at Saratoga, but when when is that going to be up for everybody to view? Wednesday morning uh, in New York. So by uh, I guess when you, everyone wakes up in Southern California, they'll be able to get uh, Thursday's opening day, and uh, should be a terrific meet. Uh, the town is starting to hop. You have vans coming up and right. down the street, dropping up the horses. So that's a good thing. Exactly, and you better bring your your American Express card, right, John? They are out of control this year. Mike. <laughs> Every year I said it gets crazier than the year before, but this year they really went nuts. So yeah. The hotel rooms are, are just totally out of control. I mean, they're quite, they're the prices are through the roof, but it's worth it. Yeah, and if they're getting it, uh, well, I, I good on them, I guess. Anyway, uh, let's try and make some money. Closing day here at Los Al. Where are you going? Let's go to race number eight, Mike. Uh, and I like the number two horse in here, Alpine Thunder, a five-year-old gelding for the Jose Hernandez barn. Kyle Freight aboard to ride. This horse makes the second start of the meet. I like when they bring horses back off of short layoffs here. The horse is listed at six to one on the morning line. I like number two, Alpine Thunder. To upset and win today's eighth race out at Los Alamitos. 
Well, and to quote uh, Mike Joyce from FanDuel TV, catch the freight train in race eight. Jonathan Ardoon says it's number two, Alpine Thunder at six to one. And once again, let's go ahead and talk about the website. Closing day today at Los Alamitos, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Your shift, uh, your, your focus rather, will obviously shift to Del Mar with their opener on the 21st, but that's a ways off. Yeah, we're just going to have Del Mar and Saratoga during the uh, Saratoga Del Mar meet. Uh, there's enough going on, and uh, yeah. it's a lot of work, and uh, you got to put the time in to make money. And uh, we might as well give everybody a terrific shot at doing so. So we're going to just concentrate on those two tracks. Obviously, on days when they have uh, the hassle and things like that, we'll cover some extra races. But for the most part, it's uh, Saratoga and Del Mar full steam ahead. And, John, you've had some luck with some horses. Uh, a good client of your son, Joe's, who's, Joe Hardoon's become a heck of a bloodstock agent, Al Gold. And uh, you, you got a horse that was named for you that broke maiden, I believe, on Friday, a New York bred. And he's he's going to be running at some pretty good money at Saratoga. What's his name again? Thank you, John. Thank you, John. There you go. Well, we'll look for him. <laughs> in his... better than that, Mike. And, uh... Yeah, hopefully he has a bright future and he stays down because uh, he looks like he has some talent. It's a great game, and, uh, John, that's uh, that's what you're all about. Thank you so, so much. We'll take a week off, and we'll catch you on Sunday, July 23rd, opening weekend at Del Mar, John. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well, and you do a terrific job, and you're terrific for the game, and the people should appreciate it. Thanks so, thanks so much. I'll get you a couple hundred in the mail for that uh, nice <laughs> nice word. Thank you so I'm much. i at the mailbox. Yeah. Folks, hope you enjoyed <laughs> the show. My, my sincere thanks to Jake Rich and Leilani Mabri inside here. Again, we'll take next week off. Back at you, opening weekend at Del Mar, Sunday, July 23rd. For everybody involved, I'm Mike. So long. Have a great day. Have been listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia. Beer me at the Bit. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels Radio AMA 30. KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. Angel fans, we're throwing it back at the Big A for Throwback Weekend on July the 21st and 22nd. The first 25,000 fans in attendance on Friday the 21st will receive a fanny pack courtesy of Santa Ana College. Make sure to stay after the game on